You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. It's just so good. The jam, bro. I just want to listen to the whole thing. Right? That's the problem. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's the Realish Podcast. I'm Dr. Dank. Thor Genetics. And we are Hayes Radio Network's cannabis fucking informational show. What's up, my man, Andrew? He can't really talk in the... Oh, he can. What's up? What up? What's up, my bro? I, I wish I'd have fucking known you had a mic this whole time. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. You're the third member of the show. <laughs> and you got a great radio voice, I will say. Thank you, bro. How you guys yeah. doing out there in Instagram land? I can't really interact with you either. I got a radio show going on. So here we go. Anyway, episode eight. We're going to talk a little bit today about a lot of things, actually, but we don't really get to get together as much as we did in the past. I know, so, man. I miss it, bro. Yeah. So now you're going to, you, this is actually like a, um, a real chance for you guys to sit in on like what a real conversation would be like between us. Maybe we catch lunch at once or something every few weeks. Fucking or, if that, at the bro. Most. Like once a month now. Yeah. It's, um, it's a little bit different. How's the expansion coming? Bro. Fucking insane, dog. <laughs> what do you mean? Elaborate. They, are, they are pushing so fucking hard awesome. right now. It's just full throttle everything. Like, dude, so we're opening up next facility uh, December 1st. Open, open? Open, open, bro. Plants in the ground December right. 1st. So you already got cuts. Yep, got line, cuts getting them ready fucking, and all that. Yep, got moms going, uh, getting ready for cuts right now. Bloody. That's going to be another Dude, that's a seven month in between 1,200. There you go. I like it though. Yeah, I can just keep running. So seven months in between opening up a twelve hundred lighter, and now we're opening up a fucking eight hundred lighter. Seven months in seven, between. Seven months in between. Opening his first twelve hundred light spot, and seven months later, we're gonna go how many? Eight hundred. Eight hundred more. That's two thousand lights in fucking one year. 2,000 on the ground in Atalanto, built out in one year. It's a big undertaking. Those guys have, uh, well, you guys, hell, have um, done a hell of a job putting up that many fucking lights in that amount of time. It's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's not one facility. If it was one facility, it'd be one thing, you know? Just building out one facility, but two, and then three, (laughs) and then four. I know. Whenever I, (coughs) sorry, guys, whenever I, uh, think about like three and four and three and four and 10 and 20,000 lights. I'm just like, ah, fuck. How am I possibly my main, you know, inner struggle these days is like, how am I going to build this and then run it, make it manageable and make it, make it actually run correctly and, um, and, and efficiently and pump out fucking good weed, which is like what we're there to do. Cause without that, you're just competing against hoop houses or whatever and a lot of that stuff's really good so yep. <laughs> you don't want to be in the water with that stuff it's really cheap and um, it tests well and um, it, it's good looking too so it, you want to be a cut above if you're in the indoor business especially in California yeah that's that's one of the hardest things dude is I can't like with what you have coming up oh my fucking god bro yeah let's talk about it <clears throat> go ahead I'll mm-hmm. you so one of the um Show's newest sponsors, um, Luso, which I happen to be partner in and is a passion project of mine. Um, we are in escrow. I don't want to jinx it. It's terrible to uh, talk about it before it's on the ground here. Um, we're in escrow anyway for a 4.2 acre plot just across from the stadium there. Okay. Like, you leave in Atalanta. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You pull out of the stadium to the east. There's a lot right on the corner. In Weed Central. Yeah, like Devil's where butthole. what's about to be right Weed there. Central. Yeah, like yeah. right on the highway, basically, but one lot to the east off of the highway. Got you. Um, we're in escrow, so the plans. What we've drawn up is ends up indoor or greenhouse. Indoor. Okay. It's gonna be all indoor. Like for me, here's the thing, guys. Um, I love greenhouse. I built my name on greenhouse and. I got to do it with 
um, a lot of different people and teach and learn and spend most of my years in a greenhouse in the last five or seven years. Um, for me, moving forward as a partner, you kind of have a choice because of, and we'll recap, remember VPD, we talked about how important VPD is when you're growing cannabis. Um, VPD. You want to give them the rundown real quick of what's most important to least important? <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. so let's go. Let's in order shoot. of importance, number one, light. Light. Right? Light. Light. Number two? Are we talking light? Are we talking light level and spectrum just or just in general? You have to have general. a minimum have level of light. appropriate lighting. Yes. Okay. Number two, climate. Climate, for sure. Right? Yeah. Product of its environment. Cannabis, product of its environment, for sure. Number three, irrigation. Okay. And that's where your yield and your plant structure is going to come from, is the irrigation. Number four, genetics. Oh, genetics. Right? Oh, so important. Yes. Yes. Because so if you break it down in those four, mm -hmm. if you don't have light, then climate, irrigation, and genetics don't matter. If you don't have decent climate, then irrigation and genetics don't matter. If you don't have irrigation, then genetics don't matter. That's totally true. And we don't, I don't, you guys are catching this for the first time. So I'm loving that we're kind of like breaking this out in this format because now we don't really just sit to get and do this anymore. So you heard, you're hearing first, like you can't do anything without an ample amount of light, first and foremost. And yep. we talked before about maybe the most important aspect of growing either yield or quality being VPD. So are we retracting our previous statement and saying that VPD would fall under environment and that maybe our recent... Well, no. So that's just saying that you actually have either a sun or a decent light to light your plants, right? Mm -hmm. That was why I was saying VPD is most important because most likely you're in a grow room and you have a decent light, right? Well, agreed. I mean... So I had I'm something. Saying, I had something there. I had something. Okay, I was gonna just drop it. it. No, it, no way. No, yeah, no. I won't do that. Let's move along. Okay. Lighting. <coughs> so yeah, lighting is just a given in general in a grow Excuse room, me, guys. right? Yeah, you gotta have it. And what's your favorite? We'll just fucking, just no, 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 nothing about it. Just raw. Just give it to what's what. If you had were to have like a home two lighter, what would what, what light would you have? So it depends on. <coughs> How crazy your home two lighters? Well, let's talk I've about seen two lighters built way better. No, bro, but than sixty lighters, of course. But I'm saying, okay, let's build if the constraint. Choose, let's build the constraint. Yes, exactly. I'm gonna give you a garage. Mm -hmm. You get. I'm only gonna give you six feet because I know what you'll do if I give you more than that of width in the room. And then I want, I'm gonna give you twenty foot. So the whole garage, six foot of it. So let's go through a scenario. I'm going, how high are the ceilings? Um, those rafter joints, the joists, okay. those are going to be probably eight and a half feet in a normal house, like in a 50s built Southern California house, 40s built. And are we allowed only six plants or are we allowed? No, 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 it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm going Agnetics LED all day. Okay. So adjustable spectrum? Uh, no, those are actually the water cooled oh. LEDs. Okay. See, this is where I'm even a little bit green is with the water-cooled lighting mm -hmm. i haven't seen or heard any iteration of water-cooled lighting since the water-cooled attempt with the with the single end was it it was single-ended it was a single yeah. it was when the raptors were the king those yeah, tubes it was oh it was yeah. a cool tube yeah that was water-cooled wasn't yep. it yep and i mean i don't think it's a terrible idea i think that the execution wasn't there yeah well i mean if you get <sighs> electricity near water anywhere that's usually a bad thing but if it's designed well, absolutely, you know, that's water is one of the best insulators on the planet, right? Yes, and we know even the air. Okay, air and water are the two things that are fantastic insulators. As long as you've got basic insulation value, like a tube, or I'm going to say water's probably one of the best. Yeah, for sure. You know, like but, I know people running greenhouses up in not even for weed, but just in general greenhouses, just floral they, they or whatever. Straight up, yeah, flowers. they straight up just have one side of the greenhouse completely insulated with foam and then they have barrels of water all the way down their greenhouse and that insulates it huge okay because the water is you know not only holding temperature it's gonna to, it's, and it's in the swing takes right? a, it's a it slows down think about putting like a think about putting a 
warm beer in a fridge, yep. how long does it take that beer to cool up? Oh, well, I mean, depending, but it could take a few hours. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because your fridge, your hours. fridge ain't going to be, it's unless not, you have a sub-zero fridge, but yeah. then it's still going to be at least an hour. It's not just going to like swing. Yeah. It's not like, no, it doesn't work that way. Exactly. And then once you get a huge volume of water, it takes even longer. Without circulation and exchange, yeah. you can't just sit there and like exchange. It's going to take longer. You'd have to circulate. Yep. You need more surface area. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I totally get it. So you're into this. What is it? Say it again. It's Agnetics. Agnetics. We're plugging them. We don't need, hey, they're not even a sponsor. Agnetics. Yep. Let's get together. You know what I'm saying? This guy likes your lights. I'm going to need to check them out. And if you're going more on a budget, I'm growing gross choice all fucking day, oh, bro. Oh, 720 yes, ROI. I, my friend, I just bought 300 of them. I understand. Oh, and it's a really nice fixture. Bro. Like, I was all up on the fixture, and I was like, this is, like, probably the nicest fixture bro, of the class. side lighting, oh, insane. Oh, and it's wide. You can wide. hit corners and shit with it's it. It's wide. Like, you can bend it in half and make it a 90, make it a fucking 135 degree, whatever the fuck you want, dude. It's really cool. So it's almost like an adjust-a-wing in the sense that it'll give you some angles. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. So you can get some any approach angle you'd like or yep. any if you want to go concave full angle Miami mango what? tech okay. and just go fucking side lighting everywhere. Okay. So side and side, no top? Yeah, oh yeah. Fuck. Insane. I always thought like about doing old school jungle boy stuff. With a wind tunnel like a cool tunnel. Well, so my favorite thing ever is still fucking old school jungle boys, dude. What's which is? When they have what vertical? two two bare bulbs on so they have a four by eight. Uh huh. They have two bare bulbs on either side. And then two bulbs up above. So technically it's six lights per four by eight. Got you. And that's when they were growing walls of weed that were fucking like 10 feet tall. So vertical. No, but then they have lights up top too. Oh, so it's just their own shit. It's straight up just rows. Got and then you. you have vert bulbs hanging in between the rows. I got you. So And okay. then you have two lights over the top, just like normal. So you're supplemented with verticals in the canopy. Yep. And they you were still hitting, have your top lighting. And they were hitting over to a light. Back then, with, with that shit. Well, back then, which nobody was doing that back then. No, wasn't no, even... no, no. This is to a light, so you have six lights per four by four. So you're saying Think about okay? That, hold sir. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He just went full fos right now, full fos. We, I wish poetry of plants was in the room, so he could just <laughs> fucking meme this out right now. This guy just had twelve pounds on a four by four. I've seen a lot of things in my life. No, not 12. Six pounds per 4x4. Four four. Okay. Even six. Yeah. It's something I've never seen. Have you seen six pounds on a 4x4? Four four? I have. I was in the old school Jungle Boys rooms. Bro. Oh, my God. It's a real thing? Oh, smashing, bro. Smashing. Why aren't we... We're going to talk about this off camera, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why this hasn't been a conversation that we've... <laughs> <laughs> that we've had previous to the show. Um, we've known each other a little while, and if you're telling me that you know how to fucking do six pounds of light on a four no, by four, it's not a light. Well, I'm, I don't it's care. 3, if you're trying watts. to tell me that you're going to do six dry pounds off of a four by four, yep. I don't care what it takes you to get there. I'm fucking in. Like, need a lot of headspace, bro. So you need like 12, 14 feet you with need- a DE. At least 14. 12 foot, 14 foot would be more comfortable. 14's nice. Headspace. I like 14. Yeah. That's, Commercial rooms that's are nice. That's a big fucking that's room, what I have. bro. 14 feet's a big, big lid. That's what I built. Yep. To, uh, I like it at 14, and then the lights will be adjustable from 9 to fucking 13-ish or 14. I mean, I've seen, you know, like Horton has uh, 19 foot lids, dude. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. He built nice rooms. Yeah. I like his stuff. I've only walked through there maybe twice. And I, you know, it was in the days where when I was, you know, moonlighting doing two fucking gigs. I don't, I don't even know where my head was, so I, I hardly remember. Uh, I couldn't even imagine walking dude. through. My wife would kill me. No, I'm saying like I'm saying that um, in the time when I, we were working seventy fucking hours a week, or whatever it was, leaving the house at five, coming home at maybe nine. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know. What is that? 12? Fucking too many. 15, 14, 15, just 16? Too many. 16? Just too many. 16 and a 5 is 80 mm-hmm. hours. So we'll call it 70. I'll just reserve. I'll pull back just a little yep. bit. 70 hour week at two joints will will mentally motherfuck you right into um into like a trance. You handled it well though. 
Well, there's only one I'm way. I'm sure to... there was like autopilot quite a bit there, but you handled it well. Well, I'm a I'm very instinctual. Um, Probably autopilot while you're driving. That's everything. about it. No, well, I'm saying like. I mean, you do drive a Tesla, so. Well, I know. I drove the uh, <laughs> drove the truck today. It was kind of different. I love the experience with the noises and things now with the windows and the down and the fucking radio just yeah. blasting. Yep. I love it. Yeah, it's just different. And I do love the Tesla too, but the Tesla has no soul. Let's just keep it real. Um, if you've ridden around in any classic cars or any modified trucks, I'm a fan of like pre-runner trucks. And you remember oh, you remember yeah. the F-150 with the, the little bouncy thing? Mm-hmm. I love that feeling of coilovers and, you know, Deaver spring packs or a four-link in the back with bypass yeah, shocks. They have a travel. special feeling. Yeah. yeah, and then with the big tires, like it feels really cool going down the road. And something like that, um, if it's set up nicely. And but then when you're driving a fucking spaceship. Yeah, and then there's that, and then, and no matter how stuck you are, how attached you are, what's up, Bear Canvas? Hold the fucking brakes right now. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> That's Bear Cannabis, and that guy. I'm fanboying. This is one of um, my top three favorite cultivators on the planet Earth. I won't tell him where he is in the top three. Mr. Bear Cannabis, but uh, you're one of the fucking uh, driving forces in what I see and in, in, out there that's in the, in the cannabis space and one of the most talented people that I know of out there. So just want to give you that shout. What's up, Growth More? And I've told you that before, I think, but... Okay. Yeah, Bear is a fucking legend. Uh, also agreed. And he just totally derailed my story, so we'll just... Right here, Bear, go ahead. It's your show now. You just Go ahead, bro. All you. You're, you're on. <laughs> no, um, this guy from Northern California, the Redding area, Bear Cannabis, a Golden State brand. If you're a smoker in California, fucking amazing stuff, beautiful stuff. Um, the guy next to me is the only guy that I know that has canopies that look like the uh, guys maybe uh i hope i'm saying it right juicy man i want to say juicy i always call him juicy okay so i know it's i know it's okay so i know it's a thing on like gucci man right yeah but it says juicy man like 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 you know okay so i can't pronounce it but i'm gonna give shout to that guy too that guy's beautiful fucking canopies too oh my god no so, de-leafing, bro. Probably, I know. None? none? Did you say none? None. So he just does them that small and just gets the spacing just perfect? Bro, no de- No, he doesn't even run high high plant count. What do you mean? No What's the doing, fucking bro? de-leafing, dog. What are you telling me? And Fool is smashing. So is that his secret? No, that's not his secret. That just means he has fucking really well-built rooms and he won't get fucking pathogens, man. Well, yeah. Okay, let's talk about something, guys, that I'm going to give you some fucking games. So open your ears real quick. If you're having issues with powder mildew, any type of botrytis or any other type of fungal growth or... I'm going to stop you right there, bro. Southern California right now, we have fusarium and pythium in our water. In the water? In our water, bro. What are you saying right now? I have talked to... 15-ish different people, everyone got Fusarium Pythium at the same fucking time. Whoa. I'm saying within a day or two of each other. And then talking to a bunch of biosafe people, they're saying, yeah, we got 30, 40 accounts (laughs) in Southern California that have massive Fusarium Pythium. 30 to 40? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. And you know when it happened to us? No. Right when we stopped using more, bro. The hat that you're wearing. Yeah, shout out Jasper. I just saw him. There yep. he is right there. There Wait, he is. A Golden State's fire. So we stopped using BioCap more. We got Fusarium. Whoa, whoa look, Jasper, just been talking to farms today. All have it. Madness. Yep. I'm telling you, bro. It's in the water, dude. In the water. But tell me how. Uh, okay, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. The city of Atalanta, we're just going to quit the bullshit. What we're saying is that the city of Atalanta's municipal water. And this no, is, no, no. This isn't just Atalanta. This it, is down in Long Beach. This is down in San Diego. This is everywhere in Southern California. I guess he. Everywhere in Southern California. How many people? You know, everybody you know? I know I've talked to 14, 15 people who have it. And from the BioSafe reps, they're saying 40 to 50 farms. Whoa. 
And what are they recommending? Oxyphos. Reinoculate two days later. Is that what but ten then, ml a gallon or fifteen? Uh, we're doing seven and a half, but yeah, ten. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much just polishing a turd until you get rid of it, right? It's just yeah, you're just holding on. Yeah. So wherever you catch it, it's never getting better from that point. Exactly. It's never gonna like, but become a better situation. This archaea in the bio in the biocat more is eating that shit, bro. I'm a huge proponent of more and what. I'm noticing I'm running elevated levels of the more. Um, yep. I'm running a little bit more than prescribed. Are you doing 3%, 4%? What probably you, what are you 4 at? to 5, something like that. Okay. So 40 gallons to 1,000 uh, gallons? Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe a little less. Maybe like 30. Maybe 3%. Okay. This is probably right in your face by the look no, of it. No, it's all good, bro. Um, yeah. And we run it from the chilled stock tank, of which is just on a loop. Yep. Loop, big fat chiller, just loops. It's like I set it to forty-five degrees. I was Jesus like, this gets so fuck, cold, bro. So then, but because what I'm going to do is pump it through the injectors into a batch tank, mm-hmm. right? It's going to sit in the batch tank with a hangman and a pump in it on a timer. It's going to come on fifteen minutes out of every hour. Okay, but it's still going to warm up to the room, and especially when it's circulating. So what I've noticed, we actually installed a ten-ton chiller for our yeah, it's big. For our, it's like that for our five thousand gallon. Uh-huh. When we mix a stock tank, we only go up one degree a day, and that's at, you know, 2,200-ish gallons. So if we mix it at 60, by the time we're done, we're only at 64. Okay. So that's really fucking good. Yeah. Because when it, what ends up, I have 500-gal um, conicals okay. with the nice plastic stands around the bottom. Fuck yeah. They're not, I love them. Yeah. I just want to build a nice... Clean, bro. Yeah, and I want to just build a nice little... Um, you know, the elevated walkway. Yeah, like catwalk. Yeah, just yeah. build a nice little elevated walkway with a handrail. So you're just mm-hmm. like literally dun, 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 dropping your, well, it goes through injections. You don't have to drop shit. Basically to take a look in the tank and make sure you don't fall in. Um, that's about how easy it is at this point. You're making concentrate once a week or something. Yeah, we're about the same. Yeah, every four days yep. maybe, something like that. Got that exotic ag fucking hey. coming in hot Exa- now, bro. Okay, okay, let's talk about exotic agriculture. If you guys don't know about exotic agriculture, let me tell you, the shit is competing against bonkers, bro. I'm not even going to say any brands because you guys know how I stand. You've never heard me when speaking anytime ever bad mouth mouth anybody. dude. I'll never even say anybody's fucking name because I don't need to prop myself up or this guy up with anybody. You can just watch it happen. Yep. Hey, what's up, Doug? Right there from Tacoon, talking about exotic hour, uh, ag that fire. Big up exotic ag. Grow with more. They know. Grow with more. Seen it, saw it in Jasper, action yesterday. Yeah, Jasper saw it in my place yesterday. Yeah, he saw us too. Day fourteen yesterday, looking uh, looking all kinds of healthy. Yep. Looking all kinds of exotic. Just, I've had multiple people come in rooms and just say, "Dude, I've never seen a leaf that color in my life." That's that literally happened with one of the owners uh, like a week ago. He called me and shout out Bobby. Uh, I know he's gonna definitely be listening to the show. Um, he calls me and he goes, "I just wanna and see so you can't for record, Bobby. You can't tell me shit and not expect it to get aired <laughs> out on the show." Okay, so it is what it is. Um, get he calls learned. me. He, yeah. <laughs> You don't know. Now you know. So he calls me and he goes, I just wanted to thank you. Like, I've never seen uh, cannabis plants this color. Like, I don't even know how the hell you got them this deep green without, like, bluing them or showing any toxicity. And you're toxicity. not even fucking spraying crazy, huh? Never. No, like, not never. I don't well, want to no, say I'm never. Saying, like, how, how often do you foliar? Um, only probably once every four days now, maybe five even. Bro, I stopped. Yeah, it's literally like. I straight st- We only foliar them in veg a couple times. Yeah. Never again flowered. In flower, they've gotten it. The the SI at... Okay, SI's... Di- I'm talking like... The SI at four. How no, we- I'm talking beneficial, like kelp foliar to no. get that color in there. Uh, No, they've got it once before frost. Now that they're not allowed to get any sprays after the frost, as far as I'm concerned, except for probably the power SI maybe once or twice more, and that's yep. it. So, But other than that, I don't want anything else on it. If nothing else has to be on it, I'm like, okay... Don't put shit Let on it. it. Be. Yep. Yeah, like that's the best stuff comes from perfect rooms. Perfect fucking rooms that you don't, with great circulation, with the VBD on point, and somebody that knows what they're doing with uh, irrigation, and you just, 
You don't need so all the actually, bullshit. So actually, so let's let's have a discussion here, bro. Okay, so when we Thank first, you, Jasper, when I we first you. started in Arlita, mm-hmm. how many bugs did we have that came in on the first plane? Okay, and again, we could air some motherfuckers out right now. Yeah. Uh, we're not even going to say anybody's name about any of these plants or like where we may have gotten them, even though it would make the story a lot more uh, interesting. A lot interesting. Oh, yeah. a lot more interesting. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, shit, what? What did he say? Anyway, so we get some plants. They weren't exactly pest and pathogen free. At all. From my count, we had 11 different pests from one source, and we got two different ones from another source. So we had 13 different pests as the first plants in the facility. 13 different pests. Fucking insane, bro. Do you guys know what 13 pests on a plant looks like? It's a fucking parade of terrible things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's They're a parade of terrible things. It. It's like, oh, man. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, now let me ask you. Do you think... So, I I met with a very knowledgeable, reputable person over, you know, last week sometime. Yeah. And I said... First thing I said to him, so what do you think a room would look like without any pest pressure, without any root aphids, without any, you know, fungus, anything, right? What mm-hmm. would, what do you think it would look like? He I, would think say, gonna, I think I'm going to see. So. You probably wouldn't do as well. You need a tiny those were though, no, Yeah, those were his exact words mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. The initial stress... Of that pest pressure. Well, you want the plant pushing out. You know what I'm saying? It's full potential. Yeah. 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 So it's going to push things like terpenes and THC and compounds that I'm not even going to pretend to understand. recessive traits and like, you know, stuff that is... It's their defense mechanism, let's say. They put their fight on. Yeah. Latent defense mechanisms that are built into even our DNA, right? Yep. They turn on when certain things happen. Get you full blown. So it's it's basically an autoimmune response for the plant. Pretty much, you're hitting yes. the button. That's its defense. Yes. So, so when you stress a plant, obviously you're gonna induce some you're gonna induce some things. of these dormant yeah. things that are built in just for plant defense. Dormant or recessant? I'm gonna say dormant because they're not always gonna be activated if you're completely clean, right? So think about our best Try four kids, dude. Four. <laughs> Four. That is pressure. I got one, bro. And he's going to have another soon enough, I'm sure. He hadn't told me anything, but I didn't know the guy. <laughs> I said it's two or three in the next few years. So think about the best rooms we ever had there. Yeah. Okay. Four. Up four was no, one up, of them. Up one. No, remember the, the apple up fritter? Up one both times in a row. Okay, those were hitters, too. Those yeah. were like a 3.5 average or 3.6. Three, 3.5 and 3.8. The biggest rooms yeah. anybody's Smackers, fucking ever bro. seen in a commercial facility. Smackers. I hadn't seen bigger rooms than that in person. As far as like over 100 lights, nobody. Yeah. I've been in a lot of rooms and seen a lot of shit. Like I said, maybe Bear Ag, maybe Juicy Man. I, yeah. I'm probably butchering oh, I'm his sure. fucking name. Sorry, man. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't know. I how just to call say him Juicy, bro. Just because right, right, it Juicy sounds man. better. Juicy Man. It sounds better, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go with Juicy Man. Juicy. That. That makes sense. Now that I see it in my head, I'm like, he okay. is juicy, bro. And that's him. He's he, got it, some juicy ass yeah, canopies, yeah. dude. And I don't, I don't even know him. I'm just giving props. We're just going to give it where it's mm-hmm. due. So, yeah, think about the best rooms we ever had, dude. Oh. What were, the, what were some about, of the characteristics think that about you remember? What we had to fight to get those things to cross the finish line. Yeah. It was a, f- but those are the best fights because. You get to show your skill set and exactly. you get to see the response and like be part of the like, you know, like amazing runs. The the good ones you remember, it'd be like being a part of any team, right? You try to have a short memory, but when they were good, they're really good, you know. It's I think it's the fight that makes them so much better too. Cause you're you're you don't go in and just, oh yeah, everything's fucking perfect. No. You're like, oh shit. What are we fucking <gasps> dealing with now, bro? You get your game face on. Yep. And you go in and you're literally looking for identifiers. You're scanning for certain types of damage and certain response from the plant that you've dealt with it long enough, depending on your skill set or your experience or how. I don't, I don't think it even takes either one. I think your openness to receive the information that the plants give you or your ability to understand them. Because, uh, for example, this guy saw a picture of 
of some plants of mine that I'm showing yesterday, just like on a still, or maybe two days ago. And he is seeing an iPhone version and like not filtered, but you can't, it's not like a live this or that, but he knew by the posture of the plant that it wanted food, which was really, I was like this fucking guy, like the, the, everybody else is like, oh my God, <laughs> look at that canopy, uh, they're like, look at no, those Not leaves. even that, they're like, they're going like, to be some nice, but, and I'm like, yeah. Bro, fucking hit him harder. Yeah. And so he's right though. And I was, I couldn't say shit cause I'm like, he's totally right. They were on the back end of a huge dry back because we're still early in flower. And I haven't, in this run, I was just saying, we've gone with the, on the advice of some really reputable people, to go with the don't fucking touch them method um, as far as training. Like, I mean, dude, that's what we're doing again, dude. I'm on like a quarantine, don't touch it unless you yep. have to. If yep. you don't have to be in here, stay the fuck out. Like, you're not parading people through here. You want to like open the door and take a look and be like, all right, and then get the like, yeah. no, don't even go in there. Yeah, dude. it's too much out of, of sight, a, out of mind, dude. It's too much of a um, a risk and an issue for pathogens and pests. And and we're in fucking pest central. Oh, you're surrounded. I just you're yeah. ambushed. That's what I like. That's what I just can't wrap my mind around. Right. So, dude, they are building these huge, huge buildings out there. Breaking them up into four or six. So now you're surrounded, you know, by at least two sides usually. And you know other people don't run their garden as clean as you do. No. You know they don't have the the amount of beneficials that you do. You don't know they have your IPM that you do. Like, you're surrounded by pests, bro. Yeah, completely. Like, you better seal to living hell all of your walls everywhere. Oh, well, it's all about the traffic coming in and out. Well, it's, I'm not even saying that. What if one, dude, what if a Rudafid sneaks under the freaking wall, bro? Well, you have to have the thing built right, first of all, which is going to include, like you said, it's going to have to be caulked and sealed. It's going to either need to be like mud board or, or green board with FRP over it, at least if it's not panels. Or DP, yeah, PPF. Yeah, of course, you know, refrigerator panel, great. Like, that's ideal. But some people, just by availability, won't go with it. If you have a smaller project, you're probably, like this is our situation, we're probably not going with a the most well-known, most used. Since I don't, you know, we're not airing anybody out here. It's no big deal. They're just really busy and everything with all they these ports. They have like ports. a six to eight week minimum. No more. Yeah, it was, like, it was like, what's, how many weeks? I think they told us like 30 weeks or something. Jesus, bro. Ain't nobody got time for that. Not at all. Nobody's got time for that. Um, so are you guys FRP? No. So oh, we'll talk about Luso. Is, um, it's going to be FRP over the top of Hardybacker. Okay. And then insulated, like it. insulated underneath. Yeah. See, the only thing I don't like about Hardybacker is the R value is just fucking trash. We have 12 inches of insulation behind that. So we're just using that as a cap okay. and a mounting point got for the you. FRP. Got you. Okay. Seal it, and then do you have any thermal bridging to break that, or I don't even want. No, let's not even go there. I don't want to get into thermal bridging right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too far into this blunt for thermal bridging conversation. All right, so yeah, let me let me tell you a little something about what I've. Uh, I think I broke weed the other day, bro. I know. I think you. Are you going to release this shit right now? No, I'm not going to release it. Oh, okay, I was like, you're not about to release it. But shit. yeah, once I'm sure it's repeatable. We might we might have a conversation or two on air. Oh. But you know what I did do? I reversed the mail. And it's actually flowering as a female right now. Wait. <coughs> you reversed a male plant. Yes, sir. A verified male. Yep. To show female. And now it's throwing female flowers. What the fuck? That's a whole new thing that we haven't been exploring. So now think about reversing a male and hitting it with a male to produce male seeds. Whoa. Um, 
I don't even know if that's going to fucking work. What's going to happen? So, obviously, if it's actually a true female, which it is definitely pistoling out, and it's like week four right now, and there are female flowers on it. All right. Verified male. I already used it in breeding. So, it's a stud from another breeding project. Yep. A keeper male. Keeper male. Reversed it. I'm not going to hit it with anything because I want to see what the actual flower comes out like. And I might give you a little bag or something to tell me what the hell, what the hell is happening. But I know it's a stud male because I've hit it to other things and he turns out some nice progeny. Okay. I can't wait. And you told me about how you broke weed. You started to tell us how you broke weed other than turning a male and showing female flowers from it, which is... I don't know anybody else doing it. Maybe people are, but nobody's talking about it. It's something that's held really tightly if they are doing it. Um, so the reason why I did it is I want to be able to... So th- the way that you actually, you know, see what a male passes on mm-hmm. is you hit it to females that you've grown for a very long time. You know their tendencies, you their flavor profiles, that. how they look, yeah, everything, right? Their growing structure. Yeah. So then you see what the male passes on by growing its progeny across multiple strains, and you say, oh, okay, this is the common characteristics that passes on, right? Yeah. Now, if you were to take males and reverse all of them into females, so you can actually see what they're going to pass on into your female progeny, that's how I'm going to start selecting males now. So, so you're, you're basically see the getting female the female form of the male... And you say, okay, that's the one right Does that there. just give you a different angle at what she brings or he brings or that What genetic? he brings to the table. So it gives you, does that give you like the 360 view instead of having a two-dimensional view? Is that the difference? I wouldn't say a full 360, but you're getting, definitely at least 180 more. Okay, so it's a, in a, in a, a marked advantage from where the vantage point. Let's say previously to this, you were standing at a certain point and able to do certain things or understand certain things about that plant. Yep. But you had to do it after growing the progeny of that plant. Okay, so you weren't able to really have it express itself directly. Exactly. Like, if I want to see you, I'm going to have to see your kids. Yep. And I don't really know if I'm even seeing you because I'm seeing one of your kids. I mean, think about just humans, right? If you have two really good-looking people, most likely they're going to have a good-looking progeny, a good-looking child. But... It's not 100% because I've seen two good-looking people and it's like, wow, that's what you guys made? I would expect completely different. Absolutely. And that's picking up those recessive, you know, genetic traits. Exactly. So you, you can get two beautiful people that make a not-so-beautiful person. Yeah. You can get, either an average or below-average yeah, person. Yeah. You know, if we want to be super, like, vain about it, I'm just trying to make an example there. Yeah. I'm used to the Twitch camera working right there. I'm like, right. what's up, Twitch? And I'm like, wait a minute. No Twitch camera right now. Wah, wah. This beer, though, bro. It's I do like it. Spot. I'm trying to stay away from beer, but... It's so good for you. Uh, I don't know. You know, I just try to be... Hops to are great it. for muscle recovery. Alcohol, not so good for you. The vasodilator, so it gets your blood pumping, but other than that, not so good for you. But hops, that's the ticket right there. Cannabis plant right there, bro. Okay, so maybe we should do some more work with hops and and not so much necessarily alcohol because we know alcohol is not therapeutic to anything. Yep. Other than numbing your fucking brain, Mm -hmm. probably killing brain cells in the process. I mean, that's a big rabbit hole that I'm not going to climb into. But No, thank you. um, Hops, you think there's a a therapeutic benefit there? Oh, 100%. So it's been proven in studies that it actually helps with muscle recovery. And it, that might also be due to the alcohol, the vasodilating, and get you know getting more blood to your muscles. But, yeah, hops has been proven to be a, a very good muscle recovery and actually a sleep aid as well. Sorry. Oh, damn. Didn't want to get that on you. I was, like, literally trying to move it and cough at the same time. It just didn't work out. So, yeah, hops is also part of the cannabis family. Well, yeah, the cousin, right? Yeah, cannabis humulus. That's super fucking chill. And honestly, I haven't given hops enough, like, I haven't put enough time into hops. I've had some opportunities to grow it. It was a hard plant to grow. It's basically a hemp vine. If you look at the leaf, it's almost identical 
yeah. a little bit wavier, but same ridges, same, you know, main stem. Yeah, going up the, serrations, yeah. leaf serrations and yep. internodal growth. Five point, seven point, same thing. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you know, I uh, I stopped brewing beer for quite a while, but... Oh, I'm, I'm Lake House Grower, hold up. I love... You know what? <coughs> Shout it. <coughs> Lake House Grower. Let's talk. Hop latent viroid. Oh, God. Let's go. No time to waste. Let's go. What are your thoughts? So all I can tell you is I've gotten rid of it before. Still tested positive, but hasn't come out in the plant. Oxyphos. Okay. And what's the method? You're willing to share it or not, really? Yeah. Why not, dude? All right. You know, it's fucking... For the community here. People have fucked up the community. Well, shall rename, you know, shall remain unnamed. Well, dude, uh, let's not even have that energy about it. Yeah. You were here to help you guys in that so, sense and help... He's helping me right now, like... Take a cut. Here we go. Write this shit down or something. Push screen record. Let's go. Dip it in Oxyphos diluted big time. Biosafe solution. Biosafe solution. Biosafe solution. Sorry, Mike. I'm talking to the phone. I don't know what's going on. Biosafe solutions. Oxyphos. So it's phosphoric acid okay. and xerotol, basically. All right. All right. A little bit more complicated, but Do yeah. Do we need any secondary products to add to that? No. Okay. So take the cut, dip it in that. Plug what's it. the concentration? Seven to ten ml per gallon. Uh, not when it doesn't have, when it doesn't have roots. Maybe five. Less. I would three, two, three, two maybe to three. four. If okay. you're fucking going crazy. Two to three to four ml. You're gonna hang your balls out going closer to four. You know, who knows? You're gonna find it's out. If unrooted cutting. It. Remember that. Unrooted yeah. cutting. Dip them right. Dip them. Plug it. Okay. Once it has roots. Yeah. Whole thing. Seven point five ml a gallon. Dunk the whole entire thing, root ball and all. Yep. Right two days later, re-inoculate. Okay. So that means, let's Never say, showing hop latent again. Irrigate with more, let's say. Irrigate with any sort of inoculant, okay. period. Any root inoculant. So you could use, for example? More, amber, that any, you know, wettable powder, anything hey. that has some sort of beneficial bacteria in it that helps roots grow. Oh, yeah, I see you. Root shield, I mean, whatever you want. Right? Dunk that whole thing, throw it into a cube, throw it into cocoa, never see hop latent. As long as you have a semi-healthy plant, it will never show traits. Oh, man. I'm going to give it a go, you know? And that's somebody that does a lot of fucking plants, guys. Uh, how many? So let's we see, 2,000 lights right now? Or almost? Yeah, we're about 2,000. So okay. it's actually, well, going to be 2,800 in a month. But I mean, 2,000 right now, to be so, fair. We're at around seven, eight thousand, nine thousand plants there. For all of you couch surfers, twenty-two thousand there. So over thirty thousand plants at yeah. one time. Over thirty thousand plants in one turn. This guy over here, and we're turning every five times week. Five times though, I'm saying a year for each room. For actually, just because I broke weed, we're gonna we're gonna break that one a little more. Okay, six. Yeah, uh, yeah, six point four. Okay. Six point four. So call it six and don't be a show off. Yeah. Six is really good. It's six like the, is... It's like the 55-day shit just year-round. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's really sick. This guy claims to broke weed. Send me, saw, uh, sent me some pictures of some shit that was like a Gatorade bottle all the way up the stem and was like, <laughs> yeah, we did this on accident, but we know how we did it. So they're going to try it again, and yep. we're going to see what happens. And they may have just fucking hacked weed. Yeah. I think he saw it. I think Jasper saw it. Yeah. He saw us taking down that room, actually. He the more, there. honestly, guys, yeah. we're not, like, we're not, uh, I'm not even going to get vulgar, but we're not, um, like. I'm not messing around, we're bro. We're not messing that, around. That more, more is, it is a product noteworthy, for sure. Mm -hmm. There's not another product on the market, even in the realm of of what they claim and what we've seen, you know? Agreed. Yeah. Hop latent viroid, though, it's affecting a lot of clones. I myself got clones. From a very reputable source. The exotic ag veg is fantastic. And again, we don't say anything about any other brands because we love other brands. But our veg testing is smoking 
the shit out of the competition. Uh, just bro, to be, I was and I was scared to release it, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, um, because we don't dislike anyone, like we said, um, in that sense, in the in the space. It's just we're coming out with our formulas. And, I was super self conscious though. Dude. Yeah, like, of course. Dude, of I don't course. even know if this is gonna work. Well, of course. And to be real, we had a veg formula months ago. Yep. And this guy tested it and said it's not good enough. And he said, what do you think? You know, it's ready. What do you want to do? And I said, we're not fucking releasing it is what we're going to do. There's no way. And he said, I good because I feel the same way. Like, we're not going to put our name to something that we don't think is the best. Completely believe in. Yeah. And we could be we could be full-blown cavemen and be completely wrong. Like, it is what it is. We're just saying we see a lot of plants. We work in commercial facilities here in Southern California. We design and build facilities here in Southern California, some of the largest and the biggest in town. Um, we have lots of employees and a lot of people that we speak with and a lot of peers that are doing mm -hmm. gigantic, amazing things also. So we get to share a lot of those ideas. And uh, we're happy to share our experience with you guys just so you get to um, at least p have a peek in, you know, see what we're yeah, having dealing eye. with and have kind of a view in to see what's going on. Um, Hop latent is... Um, Viroid is like a big, big issue right now. We're ravaging. Yes. It's you a big issue. Some of your best cuts just Yeah. It's gone. terrible. Yep. It's terrible. Um, no matter how good you treat them, you, you're pampering them. They just never, they're you're rusting just, you're, you're a little polishing bit. polishing a turd, bro. Yeah, they're Straight rusting up. a little bit. They never have the dark green color. Yep. They're always brittle. The lateral branching is you always really like wrong lengthy. And freaking snap. Yeah, they're three feet tall, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But about that exotic egg, you like, saw what that did to some hop latent plants. The, and that's literally, that's what I was really excited about was I was like, okay, I see like 35, 40% hop latent plants, but we've got a shot because exotic egg <laughs> I have seen and a, Just, an element that we asked to have increased. Oh, I knew it. Bro, bigger than this freaking can. Oh. And usually they're like my pinky, bro. Yeah. And this guy's not going to lie about it at all. Um, this stuff works and they're shockingly yeah like so shockingly we're, works. we're we're not the formulation chemist um we use an experienced producer for that and a guy that we bumped our heads all together with so some of you may ask super technical questions and i see you and i would love to answer these questions for you but i'm not smart enough for that <laughs> and i ain't got time i have for a that. different job than doing that so I see you. If I'll, you if you if you want to know the answer, just hit me up on IG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Thor Genetics, I'll answer all your questions. He can't see my phone from here, guys, yeah. so he doesn't know. But I see some of these questions. Ask any of those to his IG, and you'll have it nailed. Yeah, the branching is completely bullshit with the HLVP, HLVD. Sorry. Yep. That viroid, man. Yeah. Can't get rid of it. Affects the RNA of the plant. Ah, you can keep it recessive. Knock her back. Mm. Can't get rid of it. It ain't a virus. Can't kill it. No, it's not going anywhere. Unfortunately, you have to s tissue culture the plant Even and hope. Then, yeah, and hope. And maybe you might have to find a part of. Actually, you do have to find a part of the plant that does not have contaminated. Yep. It's genetics. DNA, essentially, right? It's a DNA thing, it's, isn't it's it? It's an RNA thing, yeah. So it is in the plant's DNA. It's not like you're going to get it out. You're yep. not just spraying Think about something. it like COVID, so, right? Pretty much same exact shit. Okay, I feel you. So the, the plant's going to build a certain amount of resistance. We're going to do things to baby and pamper the plant, but it's never going to bang out like a real plant should that is fresh and genetically clean. Exactly. And then it'll never show full potential like a plant like that. Exotic, hey, exotic agriculture, though, watch out for the vegetative formula. No joke. This stuff is um, impressing everybody that's seen the growth from it, including ourselves. We were reluctant to release it. Um, we didn't want to release it. We were not focusing on releasing it. We have an SI product coming out. Um, it is, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Works very well. It's a, a great partner of ours is... Um, is very versed in developing new and amazing products that work very well in collaboration with these guys. Tell over him here. what we want, and and he kicks us up some he, wizardry. Oh God, 
and he gets some feedback from us, even generally this guy, and um, they communicate back and forth what we need, and we talk about it, and he whips up a batch, and we try it out, and, you know, we've got a winner with this veg formula. Where can you buy it? So right now, it's going to be available at the RF Ag RF Agriculture. Store. You guys know RF Agriculture? Red if you don't, Flag I mean, Agriculture. RF Agriculture on Instagram. Just hit their yeah. DM. And then also at the Umami Store. Umami Store or yeah. at the web address is umamistore.co. .co? Correct. Okay. Word up. Yeah, both of those products, amazing. Luso, watch out for the beginning of the year. Luso Atalanta, we're developing a high-end premium only, no compromises whatsoever. I don't even want to call it a pre-roll. It's going to be a hand-rolled. Really? Um, curated. Okay. Uh, by myself and a couple of my partners. Um, and I'll probably expand into that and go into guys like Squints and... Other guys that are respected smokers in the industry and pass all those along and so kind of get their opinion. definitely not me. No, well, if it's CBD, <laughs> but you're not smoking right now. If you say you want to try it, you're definitely getting a sample. Oh, no, I have plenty of people saying, we need to smoke. And I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I'll roll up some hemp, dude. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, look out for Luso's 10,000. Plus, okay. Light indoor facility. G. Uh, started. Us. Okay. What's up, Kings Garden? Jesus Christ, in man. Starting We'll see if all goes well. Okay. If not, it'll just be you know three hundred, five hundred something. Thousand. Still be a good time. Five thousand. We'll see what happens. I don't want to jinx anything. All right. Well, that was a fun eight show. Yeah, man. It's good to be back, bro. I miss you, Doug. Yeah, same here, man. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, you too. Here, guys, the Realish Podcast, number eight. I'm Dr. Dank. And Thor Genetics. Something I noticed when the light was just right. It reminded me twice that I was alive. You're listening to... Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.